Yes, yes, y'all. Here we go. Here we go. Back again to Breaking Barriers Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Robertson. Joined today, uh, co-host Xavier Lamar is with us in the building. Hello, hello. Uh, we missing Dwayne today. Dwayne is not, you know, he feeling a little under the weather today. So uh, we sent some uh, warm sympathies home to Dwayne and hopefully he'll join us on the next podcast. But today we have a real special guest, uh, Mr. Stefan Coker uh, from What's Poppin'. Uh, gourmet popcorn Yes yes I want to just say What's popping I know you're going to Help me break this name Down in a second uh, But we welcome him To the uh, to the podcast today So Stefan Welcome I'm glad you could be here With us today And we looking forward To hearing about uh, What you're doing With popcorn Get a little Intel on your backstory And you know How you got to this point uh, With that I'm going uh, to let you Say a few words Before I kick it over To Xavier Yeah yeah Thank you Thank you so much Pleasure to meet you guys I really appreciate you guys Bringing me on What's popping you know, I'm all about saying that, of course. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to talking popcorn with you guys. All right, we're going to find out what's popping today. Xavier, I'm going kick, to kick it over to you. All right, so we're going to kick it back to your childhood. So, like, what occupations were you interested in? Like, like were, you all, were you always interested in, like, being an entrepreneur? Nah, you know, I think as a kid, you know, we all have those dreams, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, uh, you know, we all strive to be something great, at least, you know, in our minds. You know, uh, you know what reality uh you know, brings us to become, you know, is a whole nother story. But, uh, nah, you know, as a kid, you know, I just, I was a normal kid, you know, just, mm-hmm. just chilling, you know, always wanted to have fun. Uh, you know, I got into the restaurant industry very young, uh, you know, uh, so for me, uh, you know, it kind of just ended up being that. And then, uh, you know, I became a chef and, uh, you know, ran a catering business and multiple restaurants throughout the city, uh, and the suburbs, uh, you know, and that's really how it kind of came to be for me. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. You talk a little bit, a little bit more about uh, just the the chef piece because I'm curious to hear about yeah. that and you know how the uh, aspirations went from uh, chef to to what you're doing now. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, I became I was a dishwasher. You know, worked my way up from washing dishes as a, as a, at a you know 15. Uh, you know, and uh, and really uh, got into the restaurants. You know, started cooking at like little spots. You know, and then before I knew it. Uh, you know, I was moving around, you know, coming up with chefs, uh, young chefs, older chefs. Uh, and then before I know it, I was, I was kind of deep in it. Uh, you know, I was executive chef at a few places, uh, sous chef, uh, and really jumped around. Uh, you know, created uh, a catering business called Three Brothers Catering. Uh, you know, I still was in the restaurant business, but we were also catering on the side. I think that's where my love of becoming an entrepreneur, you know, uh, really kind of happened. I was young, you know, I was still a teenager, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, into my 20s and, uh, you know, I got married uh, and I was still in the in the chef game, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, really pursuing that, pursuing that, a great career. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, my my life fell apart, you know. Uh, I think I was chasing more of uh, my career uh, as opposed to chasing my family, uh, mm-hmm. you know. And I ended up divorced. Uh, you know, I have my three children, and uh, you know, although I'm speeding this up, uh, you know, uh, I think it's important. You know, I, I realize I, I hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I think it was it came a time where you know I need to realize, uh, you know, the restaurant industry wasn't going to be something that I was going to do for the rest of my life. And I always mm-hmm. had an entrepreneur, you know, style background and always kind of wanted to do my own thing. Uh, so, you know, fast forward, uh, you know, we started uh, introducing popcorn at uh, Larkin Square. Uh, I was executive chef down there and I uh, started sending out popcorn as a side salad. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, we just got sick of making the norm. You know, you hit the, hit the restaurants, get the coleslaw and the side or the potato salad or whatnot. Started slinging uh, black truffle popcorn. Um, and people were really receptive to it. Uh, you know, they mm-hmm. really liked it. They enjoyed it. 
You know, I was always hitting tables, you know, talking to customers. I think a lot of people were a little taken back that I was the executive chef there. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that peaked, uh, you know, a lot of conversation. Uh, you know, I, I, I too, I do have the gift of gab. Uh, so I love talking to people and kind of sharing, you know, my life and the things that I, that I try to accomplish as I was doing that. Uh, you know, me and my big homie, Dave, uh, you know, anybody who follows us on Instagram, you know, they know who my big homie is, uh, you know, and he's with me and he's young, he's 26. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, he just turned 26. And so, uh, at the time he was with me as a dishwasher cook at the restaurant and we started joking around like, yo bro, you know, what if it wouldn't it be dope to come up with this, this corny concept, you know, two big dudes and we don't really look the part. Let's put together this this crazy popcorn concept. You know, I was always throwing around these random crazy ideas, you know. And, um, man, it stuck, bro. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started slinging this popcorn. And before you know it, uh, you know, Dave said to me, man, you know, it's now or never. You know, we getting out this restaurant thing or we not, you know. And, and my grandfather, uh, you know, big inspiration in my life, you know. You know, he's an OG for real and a uh, businessman his whole life, you know. And so he says to me, you know, he don't know nothing about popcorn, but he knows business. And he says, uh, you know, are you going to get into this popcorn thing and, and just be a part of the popcorn industry? Uh, or are you going to get into it and you're going to take it over? You know, I got to tell you, man, like when I heard that, you know, you really had to sit on that for a minute, you know. And then I really started doing my research. You know, popcorn industry is $45 billion industry, you know. Some people just Ooh. associate popcorn mm. with concession, you know. <laughs> How do we take the popcorn game and really put it in a completely different spin and send it on a completely different ride, you know? Mm -hmm. So I approached him and I said, you know, I'm going to need your help. You know, just helping me come up with business plans, you know, talk to you as a businessman and give me some advice. And I said, I want to take it over. Uh, you know, now on all my posts, you know, it's world takeover, uh, you know, and, and, it's, and it's really how do we brand the popcorn in a completely different light? Right. Uh, you know, and that's where we are now. Yeah, that's dope. So, uh. Popcorn, now that I think about it, it really is a big industry, though, because you think about it, it's sold in pretty much probably every arena. Now, yeah. COVID's probably had, yeah. you know, it, it, COVID had some impact on that because, yeah. you know, arenas and stadiums and stuff weren't open. But even I think about, uh, you got to get linked up with Steph Curry because Steph Curry, that's like his favorite thing, <laughs> man. He loves popcorn in every arena that he goes to. He, uh, you know, he tries out the popcorn. So we got to get you linked up with Steph. Bro, it's somehow. crazy. That, I'm going to tell you, it's crazy you, it's crazy you said. I can only speak on certain, a couple things. But what you're saying right now is, 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 is yes, you know, I, I'm pushing the agents. I'm pushing to, you know, to that market right now. You know, and it's just crazy you bring that up because, you know, that's where I see it, you know, and I, and I see it as, 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 a, as a high end, you know, uh, a snack, you know, and it's not just, you know, microwave or pop. It's not that, you know, now we get into private label. You know, if you're a small business, large business, you know, we do custom stamping on all of our bags, mm -hmm. you know, so it's really pushing to wholesale, but not only pushing to them, but like giving people an opportunity to kind of create their own brand through our brand, you know, and with that says, that's where the movement comes from, you know, because now you have multiple brands repping your brand, you know, and we all come together as a collaborative group, you know, and we become family, you know, and that's really how we push the business, you know, and, mm -hmm. but not only that, we push in the community, you know, we push it to the homies, like, I always rep the hood, you know, that's, that's mm. just, that's just what I represent, you know, no matter where my life goes, you know, you never forget where you came from, mm. you know, so now we try to talk to the young homies that are on the streets, like, hey, listen, you know, well, I can, let me show you how you can flip a bag, you know, and make it legal, you know, and, and let me show you how you can get into the businesses that we started with zero dollars, mm -hmm. you know, we had a couple people put up their own money, you know, banks wouldn't give us loans, you know, it, it was really coming together with the people you love. And now I got my team and my team is small, you know, but they believe in the vision. It was like you had to sell the product before you got the product. 
you know, and that's how I always think, you know, how do I sell it to you before you even see it? You know, and that comes with good communication. That comes with, you know, getting the right people behind you. You know, those real hustlers that really understand, you know, how to pivot, you know, when, when times are hard, you know. And not to ramble, but, you know, when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. you know. First of all, like, when we first opened What's Poppin', so many people were so opinionated about, you know, how are we going to sustain, first of all, a, a small popcorn business in the middle of a pandemic, let alone on the west side of Buffalo, uh, let alone as a black owner, uh, right. you, you know what I mean? So many people, so opinionated, you know, I love them, you know, to this day, like I want to hug them, you know, because I feed off that kind of energy. It's motivation. You know what I yeah. mean? They motivate me, you know, to, so I, you know, I tell people, you know, we're in the business of shutting people up, you know, and I don't mean that in an ignorant way by any means, but I also mean that like, it's sad that so many people have so much to say uh, when we've created a lane that doesn't exist. Uh, you know, and, and now we're to the point where we have, uh, you know, popcorn businesses all over the country that reach out to us and they ask us who does our marketing. And we do, you know, Buffalo does our marketing. You know, that's a beautiful city. You know, we represent the city, you know, so we go around and we take pictures with murals and people that we meet, the young kids that we meet, the homies on the block, you know, and every person, you know, gets an opportunity to share their story. I love that man, yo. Yeah. Xavier, I'm gonna let you jump in here, but I, I got. He said something in there. I gotta jump on it now before I don't get a chance to jump on it later on. So, um, you talk about you know coming from the hood, growing up in the hood, being in the hood. Um, but you know, there's a. I listened to a, uh, an, an interview that you did um, some time ago, right? And you talked about just how you, there's a perception, right? And a lot of what we do around breaking barriers is changing and shifting that narrative that exists around boys and men of color. So how do you see, you know, what you're doing with, with uh, what's popping, um, shifting and changing that narrative? Because, you know, somebody from the outside would, you know, before sitting down and actually sitting down and talking to you and chopping it up, getting to know you a little bit, would develop a reception. They see the tattoos. They see the gold chains. They see that you're black. They wouldn't. They might not even think twice in regards to, you know, looking at you as an entrepreneur and, you know, hearing all the great things that you're doing. Sure. Yeah, if you don't mind. Yeah, thank you. You know, I appreciate that. And and you're right, man. And, you know, I always tell people all I am is me. You know, I, I, I've never I don't change. You, you know, I'm, I'm not one. That's funny. If you don't mind, you know, uh, when we first opened a business, uh, you know, we had a prominent uh, black man, you know, come into the store. And, uh, you know, uh, he was a very, very nice gentleman. Uh, and, uh, you know, he kept saying to me and Dave, uh, you know, uh, I like what you're doing. I want to make you a millionaire. You know, he continued to say that to me all the time. He'd come in every now and then, and, you know, he purchased a bag. And uh, he told me that he was uh, looking to open some businesses on the east side. And uh, I was all about it, man. I've been trying to get on the east side since the Oak Room. You know, the Oak Room has really been holding us down since we started. And you know, I'll do Dennis. anything to ride to the east and, and create something, you know. And uh, long story short, you know, uh, I came out and saw some property with him, you know. I like telling this story. And uh, I was in the Jerry Rice throwback jersey, man. It's one of my favorite jerseys. And Go. Uh, I'm in the Jerry Rice throwback. I'm standing there talking to this gentleman. I'm thinking, you know, this is unbelievable. What an amazing opportunity, you know. And uh, at the end of the conversation, he told me that I was going to have to uh, go see his people. Uh, You know, I was going to have to whiten my teeth. Uh, I was going to have to go get tailored and wear a suit. I was going to have to give off a certain persona uh, in order to get this job done. But not only that, uh, to to be able to showcase change uh, in a neighborhood where that type of persona doesn't exist. I'll tell you right now, man, that turned me out, man. I think that was a moment in my life. Uh, where I realized, like, I'm just going to ride for me. You know, I'm going to represent what I represent. Uh, and either we create the following through that uh, or I learn something about myself. 
Uh, you know what I mean? And I think honestly, that's the change that I'm trying to, to truly create. I'm, you know, I'm talking to you. You want to be a politician, you know, get into politics, man. I, rep- mm-hmm. I mean, I salute that dog. I am not a politician, you mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, I just keep it real, you know, and, and mm-hmm. I can always, you put me in front of a million people, uh, you know, white or black or whoever, uh, I always feel like that, you know, somehow, some way, I leave some sort of lasting impression, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with that conversation. And and I think that that's what I'm trying to create in the community. You know, change will always come. But, you know, the young kids that are that are hurting and struggling right now, you know, the ones that are looking to make money because, you know, their mother is an addict or their mother's working three jobs and the father ain't around. Uh, you know, those kids don't want to hear uh, the steps that need to be taken to become successful. They want to know how to become successful right now. Yep immediately you know what i mean and 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 i may not have that answer but i at least can represent that and understand that feeling you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and if you can all come together like minds think they think alike you know and if you can find the right people that truly understand that gut feeling of being at rock bottom and not knowing where that next meal is going to come from or not knowing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's real love you know and if you can if you can put yourself with those people and really show them that, like, the vision is real. Because that's really what this is about. You know, what's popping could die tomorrow. You know, that that may not last. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but how, how do the people around you respect you in a real way? You know what I mean? And that's really what, like, I think, I you know, where what's popping is headed. And it's really staying in the community no matter how big we get. The sky's mm-hmm. the limit, dog. I'm trying to take over the world, you yeah. know, but I'm never trying to leave the west side. You know what I mean? So it don't matter how big we get, we always stay there. You know, we always try to look out for the young kids. We always, you know, make sure that, you know, people are good if we can help them. We always get out and, and chat with the people, our customers. We always, you know, 90% of our customers are from the outskirts. You know, now now we've become a destination in a neighborhood where some people don't want to roll to. Right. You, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So now if we can just get the neighborhood to see that love. You know what I mean? It's all about love at the end of the day, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you're right, man. You know, that perception is everything. You know, that, that, that you know, the miscommunication that we may have, you know, and that persona that we give off, man, you know, like, that'll never really change because we are who we are. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's really about just showing love to the people that show love to you. I salute you, man. Your passion you know, is uh, is is evident uh, in every word that you speak, man. I feel it, man, coming from you, man. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. I really do, you know, and. That's where the young generation really comes into play, mm-hmm. man. And my children, man, they live a fortunate life. You know, they, they go to Star Point. They live in a wheat field district. You know, we fought to put our children in a phenomenal school district, mm-hmm. right? You know, my ex lives out there. The children go to school out there. And I stay and represent Buffalo. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's a part of me, right? Mm-hmm. But now as we push our children out into a phenomenal school district, they become the minority now. Now my children are the minority minority in a predominantly white school. I have no problem with that. But what I do have a problem with is that they never forget who they are, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I make sure that we represent all demographic. I make sure my children are a part of the business. You know, all my kids have concepts in the business. They all make money off of the business, but it's not money for them to spend. It's for money for them to set up for the future. Make sure that, you know, when I die or if I don't die, that we leave some sort of lasting legacy for my children, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and make mm-hmm. sure they understand they don't have to work so hard, but they'll never forget the grind, you know? And so what's popping is really structured around them. You know, mm-hmm. they, they are the owners. You know, we work for them, you know? And we make sure that we we plug it the right way. We never piggyback off of anybody. You know, we always show love to the people that show love to us, bro. And it'll, it'll always be that way. 
Yeah, and one thing I'll mention with that is, you know, it's it's a shame that, you know, we still live in a time where we work and, you know, we get up and grind every day and we put ourselves, we try to put ourselves in a position so that our kids can be better off, right? But the problem with one of the things that you said is that we have to work to bring our schools up in our own neighborhoods and communities to up to the standards and up to par with those schools that we wind up pushing our kids right. to go to. Right. Um, but I'm going to shut up on that because I'll get on a whole right, man, whole man. thing and I'm going <laughs> to kick it over to Xavier and yeah, let him right. jump in here. <laughs> but, you know, you mentioned this uh, many times. You mentioned fatherhood a lot, and that is something what Breaking Barriers have always been about, stressing, like, the importance of, like, having a father in a home and, like, really making that a – that's a part of changing the narrative yeah. and trying to, like – because black fathers, they, they're not all gone. Nah. Like there are many black fathers who are strong black fathers who are in our community. So I just want to ask you, like, what do you think, uh, like, about the this perception about black fathers? And- I mean, I think I I talk about it every day, bro. Yeah. I talk about it every day. It it uh it kills me every day. You know, I don't speak for y'all, but you know, I had a deadbeat father, bro. Mm. You know, my father was crazy abusive. You know, you know, he beat my me and my mother. You know, every day, bro. You know, I spent a lot of time in the suburbs too. You know, my mother was a is a phenomenal woman. You know, and and she fought and fought. My father would rob our houses, and you know, mm-hmm. she got us into the suburbs, and that was cool. But I tell you, you know, when I was seventeen, I was your age, bro. You know, Sean's House of Masters on on the east side. Sean's House of Masters right on uh, well, yep. uh west was that east East Ferry. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, I'm getting my hair cut. You know, I didn't see my father, and I couldn't tell you, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, my father walked into that barbershop. That was the first time I saw him, you know. I was 17, man. I found my father, you know, after, you know, we created a relationship, you know, because uh, I was bitter. You, you know, I was bitter. I was a bitter black man, you know. And, uh, you know, long story short, you know, you know, I befriended him. And then, uh, you know, at one point, uh, you know, I beat his ass. Mm-hmm. You know, I gave him the same beat and he gave me and my mother, you know, and I haven't seen him since, you know. And, but I tell you, you know, I thought that was going to help me. You know, I thought at that point, you know, I, I was I was mending the wound, you know. I never mended the wound, man. You know, and I and I live my life like that now. And I think that's why I'm I preach that. You know, I'm a phenomenal father. Nobody can take that from me. Mm. And I, I strive to be that every day, you know. For my two boys, you know, who are my kings, but my daughter, you know, is is she is the world. You you know, and, and I don't appreciate fathers that aren't in the picture because I'm a hustler, man. You know, I'm a busy guy just like you boys are. You know what I mean? If you got time to make them, you got time to raise them. Mm. And it gives people like us a bad name, you know. You know, when I go out to pick my kids up at the suburb school, you know, I'm the only black father rolling up picking up the kids in the suburb schools, you know. But I always have a problem with the way that that the school system reaches out to mothers. I don't know if I'm speaking too much here, you know. But, you know, I'm a huge advocate of, you know, the school system should reach out to fathers too. Mm. You know, I, you know, I want to be a part of my kids. life. I want to know how they're doing in school. I don't want to have to sometimes hear it from their mother. You know, I want to know that directly, you know, but some of my homies, man, they got a lot of kids and they're not around them. You know, uh, you know, that's not the way to do it. You, you know, it starts with the youth. I say it every day. And if it starts with the youth, it's got to come from the fathers and the mothers. You know, we got to raise our kids. We're too busy, caught up. You know, now I say to my kids, you know, too busy caught up with social media and video games and this and that. But there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But, like, what happened to the OGs that kicked knowledge to their children? You know, I grew up in the belly, boys in the hood, you know, juice era. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the things that I see kids doing to their parents is, 
it's crazy when we would got snatched up. You know, there's no grannies around anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's us, us as men. You know, need to stand up a little bit more and spend a little bit more time with our children. You know, and I realized that and getting into my own business and starting my own business and having the right team has also allowed me to do that, you know, and it's allowed me to facilitate business through my children, teaching them the knowledge of, of how the ins and outs of business and how the money comes and where it goes and what you got to do to be smart about your dough. My father never taught me that, mm-hmm. you know, it's sad because you grow up so violent and bitter. You know, I've had so many different, you know, you go through every emotion, you know, there's days where I'm pulling over, man, teared up. You know, because I only get to see my kids half the time now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Am I doing the right thing? You know, then there's days where I'm, you know, happy as hell. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And the business is doing great, you know. But am I doing the right thing? You know, am, am, I, am I teaching my kids too young? Am I teaching them too late? You know, you, you go through you go through every emotion, man. And, and, and I think us as men, like, that's hard to do now. You know, I'm a tough guy. I get it. You know what I mean? But there comes a time where you got to let your emotions out, man. You got to really think hard about what you truly want to become. You know, I'm only 39. I say, man, I'm halfway through my life. I don't know how long I'm going to live. You know, have I taught my children enough about being respectful to people? You know, have I, have I taught them to hold the door for the woman behind you? Because nobody does that anymore. You yeah, know? That's, like, that's a lost art. <laughs> Thank you goes a long way. Don't mm-hmm. matter if you a G. Don't matter if you a doctor. Doesn't matter what your profession is and what lifestyle you come from. A thank you and good communication goes a long way, man. We appreciate that. It definitely does, man. And uh, the, the fatherhood piece is, is something, and I'm going to say this because, you know, within our group of young men, it's just um, seeing and just working with young men over the years. It's when you don't deal with your own daddy issues, it can it's going to always af- yeah. affect you and impact you in ways that you would never think of. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, one thing I'll share with you that my mentor kind of shared with me is that, you know, uh, you one day you just sit down with all your thoughts and you write it write it down on a piece of paper. And he told me to do this because my father passed a couple of years ago and um, I still had just unresolved stuff, things that I never said, things that I never got out. Um, you know, it helped me to just write it down. And, you know, I just went to his grave and just said what I had to say. And I just I just let it be. You know what I mean? And that was just part of my own release just for my own mental health. So, you know, I could be the best dad, you know, I can be. And I think, you know, I think that's something that you know, could help you. And it's just, um, we got to deal with it because it never goes away. You know, you might think that it's that box that right. That's on that shelf, right? Right. You stick it up there, but it's, it's always there. You know what I mean? So go ahead, X. I ain't going to stop talking. (laughs) That's how I always say I live vicariously through my children. And there's a balance to that. You know, now you want to give your kids everything you never had. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love spoiling my children. You know what I mean? But with that comes responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and they have to understand that, you know. So, yes, I think fathers don't knock on them, but they need to step it up, you know, because that's what this really is, man. You know, if my father, I always say, if my father would have just given me a hug and told me he loved me, would I be the same ambitious hustler that I am today? I don't know. I don't know. You know, so I use all my negatives as motivation. And I tell you, they've gotten me further than I've ever thought that I'd be in in my life right now. So I'm thankful for that. You know, with all that you're doing right now, not only like with you being like a father, but with also your your popcorn business, uh, like we something what we also talk about is legacy. And I think you might have mentioned this before, but like, what you want your legacy to be, like once you leave this earth? Honestly, man, I just want people to realize that I was that I was a hard worker. Mm-hmm. You know that I cared. You know, and I, I wasn't blowing smoke. You know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not that kind of person, you know, and mm-hmm. 
I want I want you know people to understand that you know it, yes it's for our children because all of us who have children we ride for our children of course, uh, but not only that it's a real community involvement. You know I really want to be that you know a, a, a person, uh, you know who who at least is known uh, you know for trying to make change in the community. What you know and, and whatever that change may be, uh, you know um, and just somebody who got out extremely ambitious. You know uh, and always you know I love meeting people. You know I think it's just so important. Uh, to meet people on a day-to-day. I always say uh, you should learn something new every day. You know, every day I wake up, man, I'm trying to learn whether it's the smallest thing to the largest thing. Uh, you know, I want to learn something new every day because we learn something from everybody. Every person we talk to, if we really just slowed it down, you know, the amount of knowledge that we can gain from each other, uh, just being able to spend a moment together uh, and put all the BS aside is 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 unbelievable. And, and that lacks. Uh-huh. So let's jump into what's popping real quick before we run you through the gauntlet. And you don't know what the gauntlet is, but you're going to learn what the gauntlet no is doubt. today, right? Um, it's really the hot seat. But So what's popping? Uh, you started this. Um, it's kind of like, you know, you were, uh, you know, working as a chef. Yeah. With uh, one of your coworkers. Y'all was tight. You know, it's like, you know, let's just take and just do this thing, right? Yeah. So where did the name come from? And, you know, how long did it take you to get it off the ground? Give us, like, the, yeah. just the I background mean, on uh, that. Man, what's popping? Uh, I think that was us. Uh, me, Austin, Dave. I think we created that name. Uh, I mean, come on, man. What's popping? What's popping? You know what I mean? Uh, you know that that was that was somewhat easy to develop. No, nah, but you know when you say if you say what's popping in certain neighborhoods, what's popping well, taking on can, 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 completely can different. different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that can take on a lot of different. You know, um, I mean, yeah, we wanted to keep it urban. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We wanted to represent the culture, you know, of course. Uh, you know, the little corny popcorn man that you see on the bags. Uh, <laughs> you know, we needed that because uh, to this day, so many people meet us and they're like, wait, you guys are the owners? Uh, that It was really about showing ignorance in people. You know, it was really about the storefront, my last storefront. You know, Austin uh, really had, you know, we, we, we developed a vision uh, and she, she, she nailed it spot on the head. And, and it really was... You know, let's let's turn it into, uh, you know, it, it, it looks like my great grandma house, you know, like she developed that concept, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and and when people came in, uh, they were always just blown away by the look and who owned it. And, and I think that, you know, that was very important to get that point across. Like, man, you you had a misconception prior to coming here based on a picture that you saw, you know, and I want you to get that vision. And then you roll up and here I am sitting there, you know, Hey, what's up? I'm the owner. Change that narrative. I love it. It's like, this don't make no sense. Uh, you know, that's really how that came to be, you know, as long as, as far as how, how we got it up. I mean, Austin, again, uh, you know, Austin was working for Buffalo development. Uh, you know, uh, I started asking her if she could find us some storefront space on the West. She had something, uh, and that kind of just, it lined up, you know, um, Again, still skeptics, you know, like, wait a minute, how are we doing this? Uh, you know, me and my big homie Dave hit the scene a year before. Uh, you know, we developed the bag, Austin too. Uh, and then we hit, what, we hit about 50 markets everywhere. We were doing out-of-state markets, uh, you know, anywhere we could plug the product, we were plugging the product just to brand it. People didn't know what they were getting. But before they started, people started hitting me up. Like, yo, I had this popcorn, this popcorn's fire. You know, this is crazy. So we started realizing, all right, there's a market for this. You know what I mean? We put the store together. The store took us a while to put together uh, because I was still in the restaurants. We were still catering. It was, you know, we we're on that cusp. Like, man, you know, we still got to do this before we could do this. Uh, you know, man, it wasn't until we probably what, what's that last year, COVID. 
I'm going to tell you, COVID is what changed it all. Mm. Uh, you know, as soon as COVID hit, they shut down all the businesses in Buffalo. Uh, we were like, yo, man, we're going to pivot to delivery. I still got to eat. Boom. <laughs> you know, we said, all right, we'll deliver anywhere, five bag minimum. We were like the first cars on the on the throughway. I remember driving on the throughway and there's nobody there. Like, yo, yeah. should we be out right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Before yeah. you knew it, bro, orders started coming in, coming in, coming in. Linked up with my marketing team down in New York City. You know, started kind of feeding them the vision. You know, they started believing in me. You mm -hmm. know, Austin started believing in me. The big homie Dave already believed in me for years, you know. Boom. You know what I mean? And before you knew it, orders were coming in. People were anticipating the storefront. I started yapping, getting out in the community like, yo, this thing's about to be real. You know, people started getting behind me, starting to get to know me. We started selling a story. Uh, you know what I mean? People wanted to hear it. It was something you write, man. At one point, I was burying these stories. You know, I didn't want to talk about them. You know what I mean? And realize, man, the more you talk about them, first off, the better you are communicating with people. Secondly, we all got that story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We relate to each other. You know, we're not as distant as maybe we all thought. You know, all those things, man, came together. What's popping became what it was. You know what I mean? Got on social media, started banging that out. You know what I mean? Like around town, they were showing me how to use Instagram. You know, uh, you know, taking pictures. You know, I just started doing lives. You know, now I've been out and about talking to businesses and, and young kids and just sharing the story, man. And here we are. You know, then I said, well, listen, man, you know, let's start plugging to major companies. Let's let's get this out of state. You know, my mind is wild, you know, and let's push in Atlanta. You know, we started linking up with some people in Atlanta and we started shipping out, you know, and then me and Austin said and Dave said, yo, how do we hit all 50 states in the middle of a pandemic? That was mm -hmm. the goal. We put a map up, you know, and I said to all of our customers like, yo, we're about to show people that even though we're in a pandemic, even though businesses are shutting down, yo, you keep grinding and hustling. We're going to get through this right mm -hmm. within two months. We hit the country, you know, within um, three months, we were already international. Uh, you know, that was crazy. Uh, and that wasn't just us. That was our customers, man. So what, what we were saying and what we were preaching, they were loving and they understood it and they respected it, uh, you know, and then. And then that happened, you know, and, and, you know, and, and it went from there and then we had to, we had to break in, you know, and, and man, the support from y'all, the support from the community, it took us to a whole nother level, you know, within that day, nobody stole anything, you know, it broke the windows, but within that day, we probably had 800 orders, mm. uh, you know, it brought us to a completely different level than we anticipated. And it was all because of the community and people rallying and showing love. That's crazy to me, mm. dog. You know what I mean? I didn't expect that kind of love. That's you know? real love. I mean, it's love, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? That changed my heart. You know what I mean? To see that many people truly like listening to what I'm saying and like and showing love to us. You know, we just some home. We're just talking. You know, we're just selling. We're just talking, dog. I just to this day, man. You know that that uh, you know that hit me hard, man. You know what I mean? Just to see so many people love, and now here we are. And you know, every we're just slowly. You know, we're expanding. We got the new spot opening up uh, next Friday, you know, uh, on Niagara Street, you know, triple the size, uh, you know, still repping the West. Oh, man, I know you're excited about that. I'm excited, man. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's not even I'm just excited about everything, man. I, I'm mm -hmm. proud of my team, man. I'm proud. You know, can't be on the top by yourself, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just proud. Of, I, I love the people that, that that have been showing showing me so much respect, man, like. It's so crazy. Let's let's jump in and talk about uh, these flavors because I know mm. you, yeah. you got a new flavor dropping tomorrow. New flavor dropping tomorrow. You brought us mm. some lemon pound kettle today. <laughs> but uh, 
But I, I heard it's like a little, you know, a little secret here is that uh, that beautiful seven year old that you got <laughs> actually helps you out, helps oh, you create these flavors. Man, so true. talk about that real quick. Man, that's my queen, Avery, man. That's the popcorn queen, man. You know, my little lady is, uh, you know, that's her flavor. You know, all the flavors that Avery develops, all the money goes get set up in investment accounts for her. That's, uh, that's you know, love. man, Avery will be a queen. You know, she already is and doesn't even know it. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah, man, my daughter is, is phenomenal, you know, and, uh, you know, I love her for that. And, you know, and, and she creates these flavors, man, and I'm not in their ear. Uh, and that's the greatest feeling about it is I'm not in their ear, man. They approach me and say, hey, daddy, you know, I want to do this. How do I do it? Let's do it. You know, I got a clothing line dropping and hopefully in a month, two months tops called Kings and Queens. Uh, you know, it's for my kids. Uh, you know, really just representing, man, that kid empowerment, man. Believe in what you want to believe and do it. And don't let anybody else tell you any other. You know, um, you know, we'll see that. We'll showcase that. Uh, you know, what's popping gourmet lemonade. You know, we have it. We'll showcase it more. That's my son, Mason. You know, he's got this dope concept, this dope lemonade that he created. Uh, you know, we'll be hustling out of the store. So Y'all keeping in the family over there, man. So you're going to have family, lemonade. Man. You got popcorn. You got the clothing line yeah, coming out. Man. So how many flavors do you actually have? Oh, man, I got enough flavors the last four years. You got more than Bas Baskin Robbins? You got more than 31 flavors Oh, over? definitely. Not <laughs> necessarily. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not sitting in the store. You know, but overall, between the website and in the store, for sure. Uh, you know, Pickles, you know, huge right now. Pickle? You know, uh, the lemon pound cake, the kettle line is major. Oh, you know, man, you can't kettle. say the p word, uh, man. My daughter loved man, pickles. Man, go all salt and vinegar is big. But then we get into the crazy ones. You know, black truffles was started us. Uh, broccoli and cheddar was huge. It had little pieces of broccoli in it. Wow. Mexican street corn is wild right now. You know, it's crazy because so many different flavors. Like some people, they can't grasp it. You know, we get some people that come in and ask if we got butter or plain. You know, <laughs> we don't got it. Uh, you know, wow. but. Um, you know, garlic parmesan is the one that seems to like really pull people in that may not get the whole popcorn scene, uh, man. And then I'm out everywhere. I'll send to tell you, man, I'm everywhere. You got some, you got some spicy popcorn. Yeah, we got the uh, spicy chili. We got the jalapeno popper. Uh, you know, me Yo, and Dave working on a ghost pepper, something real crazy. Uh, new flavor dropping tomorrow is cherry Sunday. I mean, that's fire. Uh, <laughs> man, I could go all day. Oh, uh, California roll. I've been itching to let off. Uh, you know, we'll wait on that. You know, trying to get into some healthy options. Health Freak was huge. Mm. I'm just changing them up, man. And, you know, some customers get mad at me, you know, and that's my bad. But, you know, I put them up and take them out. Put them up and take them out. You know, I think it's the, you know, uh, you know, the strategic side of marketing. You know, you put them up for a certain period of time. People got to run to them. You know, yeah. it's like a new pair of Jordans, yeah. you know, and if you don't get them, you we got get seasonal flavors. You got seasonal flavors. Man, man. It's like Netflix is there one day and then it's gone the next. You better watch it while it's there. <laughs> you absolutely right. You know, so, um, you know, we try to weed out the good ones and the bad ones, you know, and we look for the customers that really upper understand the movement and want to be a part of it. Uh, you know, the ones that are ignorant, I love them, but they got to go, uh, you know, and that's the great part of, of having your own business. Uh, you know, you get to run it the way you want to run it. It's, it's unorthodox for me mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, we're only open two days a week. People ask why. Uh, we ship all over the country during the week. Uh, mm -hmm. We make fresh popcorn every week. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of different things that go, you know, and we wholesale to other businesses as well, uh, you know, so and I'm out here talking. You know, uh, we're always lining up conversation, uh, you know, before sales. You're always working. You know, yeah. we're always working, uh, you know, so uh, you got to catch us when you can, you know, right. and I think that way you stay relevant. 
All right, Stefan. So we gonna uh, we gonna put you through the gauntlet before we shut it down. Just like the five fingers of death. <laughs> nah, man, nothing like yeah, that. Boy. You know, we stole this. Uh, we, we stole this from ESPN. You know, a little bit. They had a segment a couple years ago where they would put people in the hot seat and just ask them random questions. This is dope. And first thing comes to your mind, literally like one or two word answers, real quick. All right. All right. So your favorite restaurant? Las Portes. Where that's at? That's in the Five Points uh, district on the west side. Okay. I've never been there. But Phenomenal. Right, Phenomenal. Check it out. Yeah. Wings or pizza? Wings. Who's got the best wings in Buffalo? Yeah. Man, you hurting me right now. Mm. Oh, That's man. why it's the hot seat. <laughs> man, I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, what's the place in South Buffalo that I love? Uh, nah. Um, wise, guys. wise Guys. All right. I'm going to have to add, one to add that one to my list. Uh, who got the best pizza in Buffalo? Oh, man. Yep. Yep. Man, yep. We asked tough questions. Mm. <laughs> uh, bocce's. I'm not mad. I love bocce's. Uh, bocce's is like in Thank my you, top three Thank for sure. You. Bocce's and Imperials, like Imperial. Oh, Franco's. A lot of people oh, say Franco's, and I'd be I like, ah, I can't, man. Yeah, I can't. I like them, but not in my top five. No. <laughs> All right, what's your favorite place to visit in Buffalo? Man, 19th Street. Alright <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one alone What's the uh, what, what would you say Is the most slept on Space spot In Buffalo Period For the ferry man Okay You know I think for the ferry Is beautiful I think mm -hmm. it's gotta I think it's gotta Just a, you know A misconception sometimes But I think like The more you go there At least for me It's beautiful Yeah it's like a place of peace I, yeah. I respect that all right, um, person that you admire in your industry. In my industry? Yep. Oh, man, I don't know anybody. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Garrett's? Yeah, yeah, Garrett's. Yeah, I, you know, Garrett's Popcorn is, is uh, you know, it's world-renowned. Uh, you know, to to be able, I know, I'm sorry, this was supposed to be one word, uh, but to be able to have an opportunity to be able to showcase your product in an airport or all over the world uh, would be an amazing opportunity. Okay. So, uh, favorite sports team? Oh man, Stefan, don't mess up. This might make break me, bro. Uh, favorite sports team? I'm a basketball fanatic. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, man. I love the Heat. I'm sorry. Before LeBron or after? Before LeBron, Dwayne Wade. Okay, you know, right. I, like, I can respect it. I'm sorry, right. you wouldn't a LeBron me, bagging it. Yeah, my bagging I love it. LeBron. Don't kill me. Nah. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you ask the question because you know what's coming. Okay. <laughs> Kobe. I can't. Kobe. Jordan. Or LeBron? Please be honest. Man. Forget that this guy is in the room. Nah, man. I, I, he don't know. I, he I, he I, don't know yet. I'm gonna tell you, man. I'm sorry, Jordan, all day, bro. You know, right. I mean, all right, that's fair. Game six, ninety six. I was watching it. You know, uh, I can't help it. You know, I, I love Jordan. I love him. I'm curious who's second. Now, why you? Well, I gotta to go, that? Kobe. You know, okay, I mean? we good. We good. We straight. <laughs> we good. We good. We gonna be right. So we gonna be carrying me out of here. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah, we good. Cause I thought I, I thought for sure you was gonna say LeBron. Nah, nah. <laughs> All right. knock on him, man, but nah, I'm good with that. My guy. All right. Uh, if you had to pick an actor to portray you in a movie, who would it be? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Y'all are amazing. Honestly, man, for some... The dude who played um, uh, Tyrese's father and baby boy. 
Uh, Ring, uh, Ving Rams. You know, the big dude. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, who yeah. I want to play me, dog. Okay, why? I'm curious. <laughs> now, I, now I gotta ask why. Man, he's just such an OG, man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I loved everything about him, man. You know, I, he's just a real dude. You know, I always love <laughs> love them old school OGs. All right. Uh, who has the best popcorn? Man, what's popping? Gourmet popcorn, mm-hmm. man. All right, rep your some rap, rap, Got rap. It. All right. Uh, music artist or artist that's in heavy rotation for you right now? Dang, bro. Man. I mean, literally, like, Benny the Butcher, man, and, you know. Griselda. Too. Griselda's everything right now, man. I, I I listen to so much Griselda. I'm Meek. Man, Gerald Levert. You know, I got so many just inner, you know. I love that love making music. You know, I'm still listening to Luther. I go all day with you on this. But, then, right. but then I switch from Luther <laughs> and jump into, you know, some old Biggie. It just never stops, you know. Some Ace Hood, you know, in the beginning, man, I, man, all right. I can sit here. That's a whole nother episode. You uh, you a podcaster? You listen to podcasts? You know, I don't, and I wish I did. I've done a few podcasts, okay. and uh, the way this is going, yeah, I need to start getting into this. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, what would you say was the best result? Best, best, you got me thinking about Griselda. <laughs> best advice you ever received? Honestly, man, the best advice I ever received was. Man, just go strong, man. Never never give up. You know, mm-hmm. honestly, like it's such a cliche to say. You know what I mean? But like I have learned that, man, if you want to do it, just do it. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about it, be about it. You know what I mean? And if you believe in it enough, it'll happen. I believe that. I always say, you know, I'm 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 racing to a finish line, but I don't know what's at the finish line. I don't know if it's success. I don't know if it's failure. I don't know if it's money. I don't know if it's homies. I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is, but every day, man, when I get up, I'm running, you know, and I'm, and I'm trying to get to that finish line, you know, and that motivates me, man. So, all right. What would you say? Uh, who's the person that had the biggest impact on you coming up? Man, that's my grandfather, man. You know, mm. he's an OG, man. You know, he's an ass. But, uh, you know, he's he's just such an intelligent man. You know, if, if you can get past the... You know, my grandfather was 14 when Emmett Till died. You know, I asked my kids, yo, you know who Emmett Till is? They don't. That's sad to me. That's sad to me. You know what I mean? Like, to hear his stories, you know, going through the same things we're going through right now. You know, my grandfather married a white woman, you know, and they're still together. You know, that's amazing to me, you know. I hug my grandma and my grandfather. Yo, he's a real G. You know what I mean? I respect everything he's ever told me, the good or the bad, the ins and outs of the business, the things that I need to look out for and not look out, you know. That's my inspiration. All right. Uh, last two. What's your favorite activity to do with your kids? Man, I'm a huge car guy. You know, I love working on cars with my kids. I got a couple mm-hmm. cars, uh, you know, and playing basketball. You know, that's... Anytime with my kids is good time. You know what I mean? Just having an opportunity to hug my kids up at the end of every day, or at least when I can, greatest feeling in the world. All right. I respect that. When the ankle heal up, we're going to have to get on the court a little Man, bit. I cannot <laughs> wait. <laughs> All right. Uh, last one. What's your greatest, your greatest, greatest, greatest fear? Failure. Mm. Failure. You know, that's my greatest fear, you know, letting people down. You know what I mean? Not being there for the ones that I care about, you know. 
Those are the things that run through my head every day. I think in order to be a phenomenal businessman, and please, if I'm wrong, I apologize, is to never stop. My brain never stops. It never. It's a pro and a con. I say it all the time. It's a gift and a curse. It is, mm-hmm. you know. More concepts than any. You get one concept up and it, it becomes a success, you reinvest in a new concept. I never want to be broke. I never want to live the life I used to. It's the great, biggest fear of my life. You mm. know what I mean? Ricky High says it all the time, you know? I'll never want to. Nipsey said, you got to go through all emotions, man. I make sure I do. I make sure I do. I never think that I'm any better than anybody else. I never think I'm doing more than anybody else. You know, I'm trying to just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to ride with hustlers. Mm-hmm. You know, people that truly understand what it's like to truly have to do that. So failure is my biggest fear. All right. Xavier, I'm going to kick it over to you for last words, and then I'm going to kick it back over to Stefan so he can plug what's popping, and then we're going to roll out. Uh, man, uh, I, re- I really appreciate you, man. You really, really opened my eyes. I'm really thankful for that. You Thank know, you. No, this is just a, a little small, tiny little question. What's your favorite popcorn flavor? Like, which one you think <sighs> is the best? Man, like, for me, it's the black truffle because that's what started it. You know, oh, that's really? what that's what started it all. You know, wow. it's like that flavor that if everybody hated, we'd still have. Mm. You know, it's like my baby. Uh, you know, but I will say, like, the garlic parmesan is probably, like, really right there because that's the one that seems to enhance the palate, so to mm. speak. You know, you get so many people that only can associate popcorn in one way. Once they have it, it seems like it opens their eyes and, and they get the concept, you know, and that's crazy flavors of popcorn. Uh, you know, and once they can get past the dopeness of crazy flavors of popcorn, uh, then it gives them time to understand the vision, you know, and then they kind of take the time to follow the social medias and, you know, get to know who I am. You know, we want we want to know people on a personal level. Sometimes we'll put a post up like, yo, shout out my big homie Dave today. You know, fifth person to do it gets a free bag. Like, we just want to interact. Mm. You know what I mean? With people. That's all we want to do. We just want to talk to people. I'm not pl- I'm not telling you to come to the store and buy a bag. I'm just happy to get to know you. Mm. you. You know what I mean? And if people can start to think like that, your sales are endless. Mm. You know, you've touched everybody, you know? So... Yeah, man. man, we could go all day with you, man. I'm really enjoying this conversation. I had so many other questions I want to ask. Um, but Jamil give me that look like, dude, shut it down. So, um. <laughs> Well, yo, can I say, yo, Jamil, like, my bad. You know, much love, you know, like, I mean, he gave me an opportunity. You know, it, you know, the GoFundMe account, first of all, was everything. But it wasn't even that, man. Like, just meeting him and, like, you know, from the jump, you know, the interview and, you know, and then being able to kind of talk to him on a personal level through text, you know what I mean? Like, I got so much respect, you know, in the city, a lot of people got respect for him, of course, you know, but like for me, you know, it's love, you know what I mean? And he showed it right back, you know, and, 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 you know, I thank him, you know, I thank him for that. And now it's an opportunity to meet y'all and I thank him for that, you know what I mean? And I always feel like the opportunities are endless, you know, and that's really what this is about, you know, and. Y'all never, ever, ever, you know, not thank the people, you know, and I love everybody who's in my life right now. And, you know, like I said, man, you got to hit rock bottom before you can climb. You know what I mean? And, and now I'm climbing and, and I'm loving it. So not to hold y'all up, man, but much love. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's real. Jamil was definitely one of those guys, man. Straight up celebrity. You get Straight connected up. with Jamil, man. You good. Straight up. <laughs> I'm just happy to know him. You yeah. know, I'm happy that he even let me just be in this space. Yeah. Well, you know, giving, entre- giving, you know, young brothers the opportunity, man. I want to be what he is, you know what I mean? And we strive, you know, to get there. I respect that, man. It's always good to show yeah. love. Um, I'm going to let you plug out. 
Yo. Before we jump off of here, do man, we think? Man, love y'all, man. Y'all already know. You know, what's mm-hmm. popping? Gourmet Popcorn. New location opening up on April 15th. Or, I'm sorry, April 16th. Uh, 1239 Niagara Street, man. Come check us out. Retail warehouse setup. Uh, you know, follow the social medias. What's popping popcorn? Uh, what's popping gourmetpopcorn.com. Place those orders. Five bag minimum. Free delivery everywhere. I'm coming to you. Uh, you know, I just broke my ankle in February. Been catching a lot of love from customers and just people uh, asking me how I'm doing. You know, I'm back up on my feet. You know, I recovered pretty quick and now I'm walking. I'm walking slow, but I'm still coming. Uh, you know, we did deliveries yesterday. So, you know, much love to everybody who's been repping what we've been doing, following us, man. The growth has been phenomenal. Uh, but not only that, man, just much love to the people that we just meet every single day and giving us the opportunity to shine, man. The West Side is everything. Really trying to plug on the East. Anybody who wants to reach out to me, man, let's plug on the East. Let's get together. Let's collab. I'm all about it. You know what I mean? And we're really trying to create this movement. It ain't about the West Side, East Side, man. It's about coming together. That unity is real. And, uh, you know, that's what we're really trying to represent. So thank you very much. Man, Stefan, thank you. Appreciate y'all. Xavier, thank you. Yo, With perfect. that, uh, it's the end of our podcast today. Make sure that you uh, check out Breaking Barriers on Facebook, Instagram, uh, all of our social media platforms. Special thank you to Say Yes Buffalo, the Greater Buffalo Racial Equity Roundtable. Um, it's been an amazing podcast. Go check out our Breaking Barriers podcast streaming on all major platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, and any other other ones that I forgot today. It's been a long day uh, with that. Like I said, it's a wrap. We will see y'all next time. Peace.